Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. So this is what's happening in my life, Jordan. You know, I drive this Volvo station wagon. Mm-hmm. Great family car. Yeah, I've seen it. Beautiful, beautiful machine. I'm going to have to take it down to the gas station. And I hate to do this because I had this car, what, six six years, seven years, something like that? Oh, yeah, Volvos. You can drive them forever, says people who own Volvos to me. And like normally, I, of course, normally I could, except that I have to take it down to the gas station and, and douse it in gasoline and light it on fire. Which I hate to do, oh, Jordan. No. It's the last yeah, thing I want to do. It's been such a great car. Yeah, to... it seems like it, you probably you could probably get another six years out of that thing. Apparently, Volvos you can drive them forever. I mean, obviously, there's other things I could do. I could, I could like tie a brick to the gas pedal and then, mm-hmm. like, take it to a lake. So you're like looking for ways to destroy the car. Yeah, because rather than like you know, sell it or, you know, donate it to your local public radio station, Cars for Kids. Have you heard the song? It's not. I'm hearing it right now. Thanks to you saying those words. (laughs) And the whole audience is. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. An Orthodox Jewish summer camp in upstate New York, I think, is who benefits from that, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah? Those are the kids? Yeah, that's the kids in question. (laughs) I uh, love those, <laughs> love those little suckers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I mean, there's obviously you're like, to, yeah, so you're like destroying the car, so donating it. Different options. Donating it is out. Yeah, selling it is out. I could put lion food on it and then have a bunch of lions eat it. Whatever it takes right. to. You don't think they would just eat the food off the car? Or you think they would also eat the car? I don't know. They're not that smart. I mean, they hunt in packs. Either. You're right. But if I got the dude lions, they don't even hunt in packs. Okay. You know, the classic lines with the mains. Right. You know, the other ones are the ones that, the in lion society, the women hunt in packs while the men kind of hang back, work solo. Beautiful. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to probably- Beautiful picture you're painting. You're going to, okay, so you're, you need to destroy the car. My only concern is that gasoline is so expensive right now, thanks to Joe Biden. Yeah, thanks a lot. Can't even destroy our Volvos. Yeah, that guy- the guy keeps raising the price of gasoline. Yeah. Intentionally. On purpose. Yeah. Actually hates working people. So he could buy more train tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just buying train tickets with that, I hear. So he can go to Scranton? Yeah. <laughs> Where does he like to go? I believe that's correct. Buy more laptops for a hunter. This guy loves laptops. Yeah. Political satire is what we're doing. I'm going to douse my car in gasoline and light it on fire to destroy okay. it because one of the vents is making a little noise. You know how there's the air vents? Mm-hmm. What's the, can you imitate this noise? Oh, so it's uh, singing the theme song to White Lotus? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds cool. It sounds like it would get you pumped for some dark comedy. You know, there's shit that happens in cars that you just fix it. Like your tires wear out, you just get new tires. Yeah. You know, you break your transmission, you get new, get a rock hits your windshield and it cracks all over the, you know, you just go to the windshield. So you think this is an unfixable problem, this little noise? What? How am I going to figure out 
what inside the little doodads inside my fans, inside my dashboard, behind my airbags and Mm -hmm. CD player and whatever the fuck, how am I going to figure out which one sounds like a dying parakeet? Well, I mean, my first thought, and again, I'm not a Volvo owner, but I have interacted with them. Yeah. Can I make a guess as to what it is? Uh, what my interactions with Volvo owners were? No, no. What your first thought is. Uh, Sure. <laughs> TNT. Oh, to, to blow up the car? Yeah. Because it's unfixable. It's unsalvageable. I don't, I don't think it is. I can't drive around with a little fucking parakeet in my dashboard. No. I'm- having its little parakeet toes torn off or whatever the fuck is going on in there. So I have two thoughts okay. on what you could do. Not TNT is not one of them. Okay. One, I would imagine from having talked to Volvo owners that there is a passionate online community of Volvo people who would love to help you with your problem. There are There's passionate communities out there. There's people who recently got an air fryer, home brewers, mm-hmm. Bitcoin guys. These are the these are the people who I already want I asked to. on a Facebook group mm-hmm. about instant pot recipes. Literally no one knew. Just one lady said if you can't afford the gasoline, TNT is a better option. Right. And then one person said something it was the th- whole thing about beans and it sounded good and okay. easy. So maybe it seems like what happened is you went to the wrong passionate community. Right. Search your local social media site. Yeah. And I hope you're using a local social media site. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Think globally, post locally. Yeah. I'm, I, you know that. You know I love to check in. Sure. So go to your local social media site. Try and find a community dedicated to Volvo people. Not okay. Volvo people. <laughs> well, that's a different website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a different website. <laughs> Jordan, is, that the, is it the same website as the Volvo people? No, it's not. That's a different website. Got it. Is this a new catchphrase? Uh, that's a different <laughs> website. Yeah, I think so. I mean, why not? Got you to know? Keep saying that for the next year. Yeah, what are we doing? So, so great. Okay. Find the Volvo people where they are, where they live. Right. Ask them this thing. Maybe you take a video where you can hear the noise. Post it up there. I bet not only will you have... The dozens of Volvo people coming to your aid and arguing in the comments, but maybe you'll make some new friends. Go to a Volvo meetup sometime. Jordan? Yeah. Let's just say, hypothetically, and yeah. honestly, I don't think this is true. Hypothetically, they give me something other than the TNT thing, the gasoline thing, and the right. beans thing. Let's say they solve this this right. Sound, mm-hmm. which is unsolvable. It comes in and out at random times, unsolvable. Mm-hmm. But let's say they solve it. It's great to see someone finally using Jennifer Coolidge, right? Really using Jennifer. Sorry. I'm yeah, thinking about great. White Lotus every time she's you good do at everything. Yeah. You know, Mike White, remember when he went ahead and, and just competed on The Amazing Race? Like he wasn't <laughs> oh, yeah. an Oscar winning screenwriter or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck? It's a good great. thing about He Mike seems White. great. Yeah. My point is this. If I don't blow up the car, mm-hmm. I don't like the car on fire, and I'll make the beans, and I solve the problem, mm-hmm. what am I going to do about the sun visor and how I push it up against the windshield? 
but then it droops backward. And because I'm tall, I can't see over the edge. And so either I have to hold up the sun visor or not use the sun visor at all. I mean, obviously I can use it on the side window, but I'm talking about in front of me. It's a safety issue. Yeah, boy. Yeah, it sounds- I think Volvos are the safest cars on the road. Well, tell that to this fucking sun visor. That sounds pretty fucked. Yeah. Also, I get hit in the head by the, by the lift gate sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, the rear lift gate. Yeah, TNT, man. Blood thing to kingdom come. Honestly, Jordan, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little bit of everything in the Anarchist Cookbook. That's my yeah. plan. I'm going to download that. Yeah. It's called the Anarchist Smorgasbord when you do one of everything from the Anarchist Cookbook. <laughs> download that in a text file from Gopher. Hell yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> put together, get on newsbook. Yeah. Volvo.anarchistcookbook. Mm-hmm. Little Molotov. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Maybe a, some kind of um, like a Putin style airborne poison. <laughs> yeah, sure. Poison your car. Like a radioactive dust of some kind. Mm-hmm. Make it look like an accident. Our guest on the program is an old friend of ours. She is the host of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. In fact, she's the titular host of that program, Allison Rosen. Allison, if you had to destroy a car, what technique from the anarchist cookbook, the thing that your seventh grade classmates were constantly telling you they had downloaded from the internet, would you use? Oh, my God. I mean, I was always fascinated with trying to get high from nutmeg. Right. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember now if you just eat a lot of it, like the cinnamon challenge, Mm -hmm. or if you smoke it. But I think I would do something with that. I don't know how that would destroy the car, but that was always what appealed to me about the anarchist cookbook. Now, does this change anything? I've already had the car snort some pixie sticks. Okay. How, so, well, how did that work out for the car? It's still making the fucking noise. And okay. now I got to buy more pixie sticks. Yeah. <laughs> or Easter's going to be ruined. Like, what's the nutmeg supposed to do? Like, how does it make, how does it supposedly make you feel? You're supposed to hallucinate. And by the way, allow me to add, now that I have access to like the full range of drugs that an adult with access to drugs could, I mean, not like I have, you know. You're a show business insider. That's right. Yeah. Not like I have a guy's number in my pocket, but I'm just saying like, if I feel like I'm fairly resourceful. Somebody could palm you some Molly at the Chateau Marmont if that's still open. Yeah. I've never done shrooms, although I certainly talk about wanting to do them a lot. I've never taken acid. Like, I have missed the window for hallucinogens. However, in high school, I was so interested in potentially hallucinating from nutmeg or something. I don't know, because it seemed like somehow, like, it's right in my parents' spice drawer. If I could just figure out how to... It seems like it would be a nice kind of, like seasonal holiday hallucination you know yeah. yes i do I love so. christmas the kids call it noggin <laughs> dude you know yeah. oh, i'm noggin so hard bro <laughs> <laughs> exactly listen i took a lot first of all it's criminal that you sidelined me during that conversation okay i mean it is we should <laughs> guilty as charged we should both go to jail <laughs> yeah i don't mean criminal Uh, figuratively. It's literally criminal. Uh, So I took some notes and I had already come in with notes. Right. Thank you, Allison. I'd come in with notes. This is why you get Rosen on your podcast. Comes prepared. 
we need to talk about. But then yeah. those notes take a backseat to some other things we need to talk about. <laughs> now, this is Alison Rosen is prepared but flexible. This is like a Greg Barrett set at the Uncabaret, <laughs> 1998. I have to tell you, I was just telling someone this. We were talking about dating books, the category of which is embarrassing to begin with. But Greg Barrett co-wrote a book that to this day, I feel like helped me a little bit more than many of the others. This is so, file this under, so embarrassing. Yeah, but this he is, uh, co- he's, he's just not that into you. Yes. Big, uh, big publishing phenomenon in like mid 2000s, right? Is that when that came out? Yes. It really, my friends told me about it and it really did like break through my dating confusion in a way that many of the other ones didn't. Greg Barrett, great stand-up comedian, was like a consultant on Sex in the City. Yeah. He and another writer came up with this catchphrase for an episode of Sex in the City. Sex in the City, right. And it became so popular that he he and I believe the other writer wrote a book which He's became a Indian. gargantuan phenomenon and now on Greg's website you can get like dating coaching from him. Really? Uh, one of the nicest and funniest guys in comedy, just a real legit genius, Greg Barrett, got a daytime talk show out of this catchphrase. Yes. I think of him as like, he's very tan, he has uh, frosted tips, mm-hmm. and he has sunglasses, but he's got good dating advice. And he has good dating advice. His commitment to the chain wallet You've is- You've described me, except for the uh, sunglasses and the good dating advice. <laughs> no, I know, Jordan, we know you don't have frosted tips. No, we know you have right. naturally frosted Natural, tips from the swimming pool. Yeah, anyway, the sound that the, the vents are making in your car, you said dying parakeet. But to me, do you guys remember Zomfir, master no. of the pan flute? Oh, you don't? <laughs> Zomfir, no, master of the pan flute. You don't remember Zomfir? I think I like I would. I would remember that. I, I think that's the fortune teller from Big. Is that not the fortune teller from Big? Yeah, Zoltar. Zoltar. The Zoltar. Yeah. Machine. No, Zomfir. Yeah. Someone certainly remembers. Zaxxon is kind of a 2.5D perspective. I think Zomfir, there were infomercials for him late at night. He had a pan flute. You Are could you order thinking his- of John Tesh? <laughs> But is is this in that same Similar. category of like pure moods, live at the Acropolis, that kind of? Yes, but he would play a pan flute, and it was just like. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> great. I'm having like a ASMR physical trauma reaction. I know related to the vent in my Volvo. That's what I'm saying. It's full on Zomfear. They okay, don't even then- make this model anymore, Jordan. I burn it down and I get myself a Hyundai. Go ahead, Allison. And then when you wanted to guess Jordan's interaction with fellow Volvo owners, Mm -hmm. I was guessing sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you not slept with any of them? Have you just The Swedes are a good looking people. Yeah. Let me think. Have I ever... Huh. I don't... No, uh-uh. maybe that's a really. Yeah, it's, it's, a, sure? it's a notch that I don't have on my belt. Have you thought about fucking more grandmas from Berkeley? <laughs> yeah, you know they're really they're 
they're picky, you know? I feel yeah. like there could be hipster hipster ladies who drive Volvos. Wait, can I tell you how you how you keep from having premature ejaculation when you're fucking a grandma from Berkeley? Uh, sure. How do you <laughs> from how Hey Jesse. Yeah, Jordan. I was wondering. I've now I've got a baseball team. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the people on the baseball team have some very unusual names. Yeah. Names aside, they have a problem with premature ejaculation when they're fucking a Volvo owner from Berkeley. How how might they solve that problem? Jordan, they should yeah. visualize world peas. Mm, oh, sure. That's so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> they should do. They should do a Jesus fish, but with legs, and it says yeah. Darwin inside. They should have a bake sale for the military, but the schools have schools all the have money they buy need. A bomber Free Mumia. To, yeah. Back to you, Allison Rosen. Coexist. Some did you say coexist? I said coexist, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where I was headed with that. Um <laughs> and then you were talking about passionate yeah. online groups. Mm-hmm. To me, the most passionate is any Facebook mom group. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I once posted and I didn't get and I hope it's okay for me to say this here. I didn't get a lot of flack for this and I still stand by it. I posted I posted a question on a mom's group because I wanted a cunt's opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I said that on Twitter. Nice. Which is dying, you know. Yeah, I've heard about that. I think I, don't think, I think it's better than ever. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're currently in the golden age of Twitter. I love maybe I, I love I love everybody running around like uh, chickens with their heads cut off. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Can I tell you my my top three Facebook moms groups? Oh yes. Number three is going to be South Pasadena Family Free Cycle. Mm. Oh, what is that? Free cycling is like when you get so you give things away, like a buy nothing. Yeah, like a buy nothing. Okay. And number two is going to be Northeast Los Angeles Little League Moms. Ooh, love it. And number one is going to be QAnon. <laughs> They're fun. They're That's fun. That's my big three. And oh, I, you know, and I love, I love how the QAnon people they want to meet up outside the group. They want to mm-hmm. meet IRL, Taco Tuesdays, Pickleball. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Nobody seriously. Where we drink one, we drink all. Nobody loves Margs like QAnon loves oh, Margs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't agree with everything. Yeah. I don't, agree with, I don't agree with everything they say. You know what the deep state hates? Salt on the rim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not invited. Not invited. <laughs> I tried some free cycling during my last move. There was some stuff that I just thought needed to be replaced, didn't want it anymore, perfectly good stuff. So I. I tried to go on these kind of like free sites and Facebook groups and things like that. And like the fucking pain in the ass it was to get a flake to come over and take your desk. They need massive time windows. They will inevitably text you 10 minutes before they're supposed to be there with the longest fucking block of text with details about their personal life that are explaining why they can't come pick up your desk. The like the weird flaky people you have to deal with always makes that feel like more of a pain in the ass than it's worth. I love the ethos behind it. I love not just junking something. I have a lot of like free hand me down things that I love. I want to do it for other people, but like I just, 
I just can't deal with someone whose common law husband is waiting in the truck. <laughs> I just, I, it drives me fucking insane. You got to lock it down. This is the system. I'm a Craigslist master. Mm-hmm. 30 years in the game, 25, 25 years in the game, let's call it. What you got to do is no matter what they text you, say, are you on your way right now? Mm-hmm. If they're not on their way right now, tell them, let me know when you are. Hmm. The end. They're either on their way right now or they're dead to me. But then you got to find another flake. And that person will have another fucking deal that they have. Flakes find you, baby. Yeah. Because when Jesse said you got to lock it down, I thought he was referring to the common law husband in the truck. Oh, yeah. And I was you like, also, yeah. I mean, you need you a German put a ring shepherd on it. Yeah. or whatever will keep that. CLH in that truck. You do not want that door mm-hmm. opening. And the other thing about it is, yeah, he'll bolt. <laughs> that guy will bolt the first <laughs> chance he the gets. <laughs> These guys will cross the center console. So you have to protect <laughs> both sides. You have to keep the flanks tight. If you only have one dog, put an open trash can next to the other one. Sure. The raccoons will keep it locked down. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Allison, have we gotten to all your notes? No, we only did the new notes. We've got okay. a hearty oh, wow. batch of old notes. <laughs> Can I ask this about the old notes, Allison? Sure. Are these like studio notes? Is this just a more no. successful podcaster with some thoughts about what we could do on this show? <laughs> oh. Great first you mean, effort. <laughs> yeah. I mean unsalvageable yes i've worked up i've worked up a report <laughs> sure i've can i sc- share my screen with you yeah um, thank you <laughs> wow you've got a deck to show rosen's I, got a deck you know i have rosen's got I've, a mood board <laughs> i've pulled up some comp I, i've got the comps i've got some comparable Wait, oh, podcasts good comps. oh good you want us to <laughs> fix comps. jordan jesse go- I'm looking at the mood board now this is just pictures of paul mccartney when he moved to scotland is I'm this... just setting the tone. Look, if okay. this doesn't work for you, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, just... the sweaters are great, but I don't see how it connects to our podcast. I'm just asking you to think outside the box. Mm, you thank know? you. Mm-hmm. And um, the box is the Beatles in this case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I just was going to show you, what is that when you, uh, well, this jokes, it's, it's not working. then i'll I'll stick with neither of any of ours (laughs) (laughs) i did 20 minutes about the noise in my dashboard it did really upset me but you know okay listen yeah one of you has like a crush on the hanover bean boy what's going on (laughs) yeah jordan's pretty into this bean boy yeah let me explain bean boy i have an idea in my head, but let me explain why. On yeah. Alice Moses' new best friend, we have a yeah. segment called Daniel's Cool Beans, K E W L B E A N Z. Daniel right. Quant's your husband. A yes, exactly. Man. We have a very this catchy guy, song. We don't need to. I think everybody's run into this guy in the Instant Pot Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> He's he gets heated. I'm sorry, yeah. but he heats up so fast. Um, and then he over. He, he I hear your house is a real pressure Let's cooker. Take a minute. Let's take a minute to, to appreciate the instant pot joke. I was great. Thank you. Thank you. I myself, side note, never cooked a great meal in an instant pot, but it was fast, but not cooked well. Right. That's a. I'm sure it's a me thing. Anyway, we have a very catchy song that Tony Thaxton did. 
to kick off Daniel's Cool Beans, which means that Daniel is tethered to this segment, Daniel's Cool Beans, where he reviews beans, but it's like he never really seriously reviews beans. He was eating a lot of beans. It was real farty around here. And yeah. so then I'm like, you should review beans. And then it turned into this thing. So someone... You've always had Alice in a musical family. <laughs> yes. So I heard via Twitter, the aforementioned dying Twitter, I heard about someone's crush. Now I know it's Jordan's on the Hanover Bean Boy. In my mind, not, he's I'll like... Say, I'll just say it's... I wouldn't call it a crush. It's not a... It's like... It's just being like fucking stoked whenever I see him on that can. He's such a... Just the the like confidence, the fucking swagger of this I gotta look boy. him up because in my mind, it's like a little boy blue. Does he have a horn and a hat? That's the vibe. No horn. To be clear, Allison, just so you know, it's sort of like... Uh, is that the Oath? I believe it's the Oath films where an adult woman appears to be a child. Okay. But is it, in fact, an adult running an evil scheme. Oh, also like Esther, right? Yeah. So the Spoiler. Bean Boy is not necessarily evil. I put him in the chat. But he's running that kind of operation which is why it's okay that Jordan has a sexual relationship. It's not. No, it's him. not. Oh, wow. It's just liking his vibe. It's not sexually. Sexual. It's not sexual. This little drawing is what you're into, Jordan? I just like, I, yeah, I just, every time I take out the can and get ready to open up his beans, I'm like, this guy's <laughs> got it figured out. Squad goals, right? Allison, I'll tell you what happens. Okay. It's a little different than I was expecting. He takes a look at this little Quaker boy. Yeah, he's really cherubic, but also looks like he's up to something evil. He looks at this little Quaker boy, the bean boy, and this little fella is saying, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yes! So Jordan gets inspired. He eats a lot of beans, and guess who's a stinker I'm the, I'm the stinker. I'm the yeah, wolf stinker. the stinker. But I guess he, at some point, this the Bean Boy was replaced by Kid Bean. There were some some Hanover fans were in my Menchies since yeah. that episode dropped. Let me put I'm putting a pic of Kid Bean. Okay, Kid Bean. I'm really interested to see now. This is this is Kid from Kid and Play. Is that correct? <laughs> no, I was I was excited. <laughs> okay, I thought we were going to a house party, but no. Oh, this is just a bean with hands. It's a Big fucking living bean with a duh, buy my beans look <laughs> oh on my his God, dumb this one? fucking beans. pinto face. Eat me. Jordan, scroll down to related content I'm a and look in the kidney. upper left. There's like a very. There's a Vandekamp's evil... boy. There's an yes. evil Vandekamp's boy who's wearing a stolen fishing hat. Yeah, oh, yeah, that this, guy. look at this Vandy Camps motherfucker. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> <He's evil. laughs> this guy is up to this. Yeah, he has a lot of darkness within him. The Hanover boy looks like he's got a finger in a dike, right? <laughs> like like <laughs> yeah. the, the Dutch boy of legend yeah. who held he looks back Dutch. the waters. I'll tell you about this fucking bean in this search that you've shared with us. Yeah. There's an eBay auction for a plushie of this bean. Mm hmm. And the title is Raisin Doll. Oh, somebody, I think oh. somebody thinks he's a California raisin. 
Yeah, I think so. But I, I think with Botox, I think it bespeaks what a garbage bean he is. <laughs> yeah, it's really terrible. Kid Bean can go pound sand. I'm all about the Hanover oh, Bean Boy. Oh, is he a kidney bean? Oh, oh yeah. maybe that's it. I didn't get. Well, maybe I like him now. I'll tell you this: he does certainly look like something that you would wake up in a bathtub full of ice missing. <laughs> yes, go to the doctor. I'm sorry, Jordan. Yeah. Remind me what it is you feel when you look at the Hanover Bean Boy. It's just His like pants are too small. Yeah, he looks like he needs to take a dump or something. He's it's like aspirational for me. It's like why our dads went to James Bond movies. You know, it's like this if I just chilled the fuck out, got a straw hat. Now, Jordan, I have one of these hats. Do you want to borrow it? I mean, I think I need to. I mean, thank you. First of all, thank you. You're thank welcome. You. I bought it on eBay. Yeah. I think I need to find my own hat. Or I need to kill okay. the Hanover Bean Boy and st- take his hat. Highlander style. But if you just chilled out, you could what, though? Because he's standing there. He looks uncomfortable. His pants are too tight and too short. And he's just like, like, if he could make a sound, it would be like this. I mean, I think he, I think what we have here is an inkblot test. I think you, when you look at the oh. Hanover Bean Boy, you see what you want to see. And I think what I see is undeniable swagger and confidence. Well, I also, to be honest, I'm, I don't have a great image of him. So not only is he a Rorschach bean, <laughs> he's blurry. Yeah. So there's that. I think we'd love to open this up to the to the listeners. We'll yeah. we'll put a we'll put a clear pick of the Hanover Bean Boy, not Kid Bean, who fucking sucks. Yeah. We're not Kid put Bean him. is a kid, by the way. The Hanover Bean Boy, obviously, an adult masquerading as a child, right? Kid Bean is a child, and to be honest, this guy's as dumb as a rock. Yeah, just like a fucking kid doesn't even know how to count yet. Shameful. Repeating first grade. Uh, yeah, no, I think we'd love to hear from the audience what you, when you look at the Hanover Beaten Boy, what do you see? Mm-hmm. You know? I'd love some slash fic. Oh, sure. <laughs> what if he met a, a certain tiger that loved Frosted Flakes? Yeah, I'd love to read a story about the Hanover Bean Boy really railing Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has to take refuge at a certain <laughs> chocula manor. <laughs> He has to get out of the storm. Oh, it's rainy outside. <laughs> Allison, can I ask you a question about the state of our friendship? <sighs> sure. This is, okay. Now this just got exciting. Okay. When the last time I was on your show, Allison Rosen, you should mm-hmm. be best friend. One of, yes. this, one of your shows. You have many shows. Yeah. It's the flagpole. The flagpole. Always have a great time on that show. Tons of fun. The last time I was on, we talked about... The Candies of the Elderly came up. Oh, yes. And the room was split on Taffy. Yes. Jesse, how do you how do you feel? Can you just weigh in so we know where you're at before we get into Taffy talk? Taffy, we were talking like about salt, specifically saltwater Taffy, right? And by the way, I've got a real coda to the story. Oh, which OK. Will, an inappropriate coda time. OK. I'm first of all, I just want to say. Thank you for clarifying. We're talking about saltwater taffy. Initially, I thought we were talking about novelist Taffy Brodesser-Ackner. Oh, yeah. Her show is on right now. However. Fleischmann's. Welcome to the Fleischmann's. However, leaving that aside, 
saltwater taffy. I love it. I love this stuff. Can't get enough. Whoa! A lot of great flavors that actually taste different. A lot of great colors. You can chew it quickly and swallow it, or you can make it last. Oh, do my ears deceive me? Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever encountered someone who feels this way, and I don't think I wanted to. No offense. It tastes great. Oh, no, it doesn't. Uh, You know what? When I am at Trader Joe's, this guy, God knows what he traded for them, but he has delicious small bags of taffy. Mm. I'll order one, and I'll eat straight through it over the course of two weeks, let's say. Now, does it get stale? A small bag over the course of two weeks, if you liked it, I think it would go faster. I'm eating about Mm. two or three taffies a day because I'm responsible. I'm an adult, like the Hanover Bean Boy. (laughs) (laughs) What flavor does Trader Joe's have? They have a variety of flavors. There are... There's like a raspberry, a cherry, primarily fruity flavors. I don't need a root beer flavor or a chocolate flavor to feel like a man. Does it have the traditional saltwater texture of like crinkly plastic? It's soft and toothsome. It's chewy. But not hard. Okay, then I. this is not traditional saltwater taffy then. This is Trader Joe's special. Yes, it special is traditional. T- traditional That's saltwater taffy. That's what the tradition taffy. is. The you proud tradition, traditional of taffy saltwater. pullers by the sea. Traditional saltwater taffy. You unwrap Seaside it. Seaside taffy pullers, Allison. <laughs> traditional saltwater taffy from Atlantic City. Oh, I'm sorry. You- Allison, where did you go to college? Pomona uh, College, home of saltwater taffy on the West Coast. <laughs> Their mascot was the taffies. <laughs> That's weird because I went to college at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, where oh, they pull taffy yeah. live before your very eyes. And you know who's working there? Yeah, that's right, Adam Scott. Adam Scott works at worked at the taffy place at the boardwalk that's a true story he doesn't currently work there it seems like a bad (laughs) use of his time right now on the side because he has passions right when he's not shooting severance Mm -hmm. also when we were talking about taffy broadiser Ackner's book i said welcome to the fleischmans and i don't think that's what it's called it's It's called called welcome to fleischman it's called Fleischman is in Trouble, right? That Fleischman was the name of the novel. Trouble. There you go. Trouble. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we corrected that. Well, anyway, in yeah. my experience, yeah. you unwrap saltwater yeah. taffy. It looks exactly the same once it's unwrapped in terms of like crinkly. And then you bite into it and it's like, it's like breaking a little chunk of glass plastic. And then it's got weird texture and no flavor. And you think if you're me, you think to yourself, yep. It's always highly disappointing. I do not no. get the hoopla. The good That's stuff is as full of flavor as Public Enemy. That is, well, again, I, I'm shocked. I've never had this experience. Maybe I need to go, go buy taffy from Adam Scott. <laughs> Maybe good, you're not even eating taffy. Maybe this is ABC already been chewed gum. Oh, could be. <laughs> Right. Maybe I'm eating actual plastic. I'll say where I'm at about taffy. I I really like it. As we've discussed before on the show, I'm a real texture queen. Texture is very important to me. And I will sacrifice flavor 
if I'm into the texture of something. For instance, right. a not super ripe blackberry. Don't care. Love the texture. Jesse, did you know that Jordan is nuts for blackberries? A nasty texture queen? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I know that he had a specific passion for getting seeds in his teeth? No. Mm. Ooh, love to love to get him in. Love to get him out. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> the old in and out. A lot of people would say that I'm not a texture queen, but they should see me go ape shit for some Haribo berries. Oh, oh the, I do enjoy those. Those are good. That's a good texture. Those are good. So I love the texture of taffy. I love its smoothness. I love nomin on it. Yeah, like Jesse said, you can you can hork them down or you can savor the flavor. When I was in Austin a few weeks ago, I went to their like taffeteria. The taffeteria. No, they have one of those. I forget the name of the place, but it's one of those like old time soda counters and they have, you know, ice cream and, you know, a bunch of kind of kitschy bottled sodas and they had a just a taffy selection that would blow your mind out of classic barrels, all the flavors of the rainbow. That's right. I think rainbows have flavors. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> it's no. funny that we say that. Allison, you're laughing at Jordan. Have you ever have you ever even tried munching on a bow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. I'm you get your high as nutmeg, man. <laughs> I'm laughing with Jordan. We're all laughing. And I've never munched a bow. I wish I had. Mm-hmm. It's why I was getting these taffies out of these barrels. By the, they were. Ter- I wish I knew the name of this store. I would I recommend it to everyone. It was terrific, and the taffy was fantastic. I took a picture of the taffy. I barrels. don't believe it. I don't believe it for one second. And I was about to just like start randomly texting you pictures of taffy throughout the day, and I'm like, <laughs> "Is I loved it? Is Allison this kind of friend?" <laughs> Oh, I I don't know. Can I just randomly text you pictures of something you don't like? Taffy taunting? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But then you 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 felt like we weren't those kind of that kind of. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, I I did. I kind of like felt like, oh, this is. I saw it. I'm like, oh, I should text Allison this picture of this taffy. This will be funny. Vis a vis our last show we did. But then I'm like, am I just like weird text in the middle of the day person? You know. No, I would have I would have loved that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next time, please. But wait, I have a question. And by the way, I love that we can have this conversation. It's the kind of conversation we can only have on a podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mustn't um, mustn't talk about it in person nope, when there's nope, no mics that'd be on. Uncomfortable. <laughs> mustn't um, do it. But what is the fear? Like let's say mm. we weren't those kind of friends, then right. what is the concern? I would just be like, <laughs> weird. Yeah, just kind of like, uh, you know, you're like, I, I'm i busy. I have many podcasts. I have many children. And this guy's just texting me taffy. What's this about? You know, I'm <laughs> no, just I, that it would be a it would be a burden, you know. No, it wouldn't have. I would okay. have loved the taffy pictures. So in the future, please. Yes, I consider us those kind of friends. OK, the taffy pics would be welcome. And please feel free to text me pictures of things that I don't like. <laughs> trying to think what that would be. Let me think. Don't. Oh, I know. Hard boiled eggs. Kate bean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hard boiled eggs. I don't like those. And I do like those. Now, when you said just barrels of taffy, I'm just thinking like this is the kind of situation I would be sucked in by because I'm always like, yes, bulk saltwater taffy. 
all the flavors of the rainbow and then it's always all disappointing. But you guys are saying it's not. I just don't know if I can go there again. At the end of the day, Alison Rosen is a well-known ox cart man. She brings her goods to town and by the time she's sold off her oxen, she's ready to hit the general store and buy some shit out of barrels. Maple candy, taffy, some maple syrup poured onto snow. Yes. Peppermint, mm. a Christmas orange. <laughs> the classic yes. the classic barrel foods. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You guys want to have a little barrel snack and then come back for more? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, before we get into this, Jordan, I want to mention we are doing our first big open to the public live show in years is going to be a fucking blast at San Francisco Sketch Fest yes. on Sunday, February 5th. It's at the Gateway Theater, 8 p.m. We're going to have some super cool guests, lots of surprises. We always love coming to Sketch Fest, and we're glad to be back. It hasn't happened in a couple of years, so we're stoked. You can get those tickets at sfsketchfest.com sfsketchfest.com. We're going to put that link on all of our social medias. We can't tell you any guests yet, but it's going to be a cavalcade of stars. A cavalcade think, of stars. Given that it's in San Francisco, we're going to bring out all of the biggest stars of, of San Francisco, from Dave Eggers to Jello Biafra to, I guess, the Seals from Pier 39 or whatever. Alcatraz is going to be there. A cable car. John Giardelli himself. Yeah. Chocolate King of the Bay Area. There's lots of great people we can bring in from across the Bay, and there's also always lots of great people in town for Sketchfest. We had Andy Richter on a, on one a couple of years ago. We had Tony Hale on one a couple of years ago. It is going to be, it's going to be star-studded, suffice it to say. So if you're in San Francisco or you're thinking about making a little weekend trip to Sketchfest, go out and see it. You know, make, make a weekend trip. See Judge John Hodgman on Saturday night and Jordan Jesse go on Sunday night. It's going to be a ton of fun. A ton of fun. And we have new t-shirts in the Max Fun store. There is the Nicknames one that has Radio Sweetheart and Boy Detective and Repeat and Clankety Car and Explodo. And then we have a beautiful t-shirt that just says Saying Words. <laughs> yeah, go to maxfunstore.com. All those designs were made by our very own Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. These are beautiful shirts, premium shirts. Uh, you're going to love them. Delight slash confuse everyone around you with a Jordan Jesse Go inside joke t-shirt. Maxfunstore.com. They're all there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jesse and I have both talked a lot on this show, both in a joking way and in a serious way about therapy, something that I waited a long time to do, but I'm really, really glad that I did it. Weekly therapy is a huge benefit for me, really makes my life better. I was definitely a little bit nervous to try it at first, but I'm super glad I did. It's just a great way to process problems, big and small, a great way to, you know, not burden those around me with constant complaints. It's been really, really helpful. And if it's something you've been thinking about doing, we really suggest you try it. There's a lot of ways to get therapy. You can ask your doctor for a recommendation. You can go to a community clinic. 
but you can also check out BetterHelp. They're the world's largest therapy service. They've matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists, available 100% online, plus it's affordable. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, it's also very easy to switch to a new therapist anytime. Online is easy. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash JJGo. That's betterhelp.com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by the folks over there at Mint Mobile. These are the best deals in wireless, Jordan. The best. Now, Jesse, you know, I'm not a techie guy you know no, you're, what do you what do you people think you are leo laporte on computers no no i'm not i i i barely understand how to text the pizza guy what do you think this is tech tv no, no. It's, it's not this is jordan jesse go but anybody with a mobile phone who wants to save a little money can switch easily and effortlessly with one of mint mobile's eSIMs. It's very easy. I did it. I was scared to try a new electronic device, but they made it so easy to switch. If you want to save a little money, Mint Mobile is a great way to do it. And also, if you need a new device, you can get six months of free service when you buy a select device and plan for a limited time. All the plans are unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data, on the nation's largest 5G network. Just because you're getting a discount rate doesn't mean you're getting discount service. For a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash jjgo. That's mintmobile.com slash jjgo. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash jjgo. Let's get back to Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, Taffy Disbeliever. You don't even believe Taffy's real? I'm agnostic. Now Taffy that agnostic, <laughs> who knows? That is a fucking Facebook mom group right there. <laughs> Taffy's not real. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is in there. Have you ever even seen a napkin? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I haven't. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206 984 4FUN here on Jordan Jesse Go. Someone did call in with something momentous. This is what it is. Hey, this is Mike from Colorado. Um, I just had a momentous occasion. I ate two whole russet potatoes. Uh, went to the grocery store, bought them, brought them home, sliced them up into French fry-like shapes, uh, fried them up, and just ate them all myself. It's a lot of potato. It was good. It was momentous. I mean, the good news is you're getting your all your amino acids. <sighs> it's... Should we retire this segment? No. <laughs> are, are, there no other, are there no more momentous occasions? This guy ate I'm two happy, taters. I'm happy for this person. What's the most taters you ever ate, Jordan? Let's talk about... Tater talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
I don't know, man. <laughs> One. <laughs> so I guess this guy's eating twice this as many potatoes. Fucking twice as many tatties as you, dude. Yeah, I mean, and I guess it's interesting if he ha- didn't have them with anything, but just made like a bunch of oven fries and ate them. But I bet they were a side dish to something. He fried them. I don't look. I don't want. In the same way that I presented a deck about your show, <laughs> comparable podcasts, yep. successful campaigns, I don't want to have to do the same kind of work for his momentous occasion. But I just feel no, no, like punch it up. It needs it. Yeah, I feel like he just needed to raise the stakes a little bit because he said that he polished off two whole russet potatoes. Steaks, a great thing to have with potatoes. Sorry. Yeah, it just <laughs> sounded to me like was there a threat afoot? about the potatoes like I got home from the store and I ate two whole potatoes without my bear that I keep as a pet grabbing them and eating them or like I felt like there was something there that was going to steal the potatoes but he managed to grab them from the jaws of someone else you know the cops were coming and they were bringing a tater sniffing dog (laughs) yes (laughs) yes and 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 and, you know and I think we were guiding the listeners a little bit I mean I think in the past we've said like you know we've been doing the show a long time this is a long-running segment it's like we've you know We've heard all your sex stuff, <laughs> you nasty freaks. We've heard yeah. first three-way. We've heard I've tried anal for the first time. And, but I think what we, what we were getting at is like, you know, are there some other avenues we could explore? Now, I would – again, <laughs> nothing against Tater. Tater dude, he seems great. <laughs> but I could have really gone for an anal story there. No. You can't put a russet potato up your ass, Jordan. If you attach a bit, if you attach. Can't or won't. Thank you, Allison. You're Thank welcome. You. Sounds like somebody needs to unpack their baggage vis a vis what a potato can and can't do to one's butt. <laughs> it sounds like somebody needs to unpack their rectum vis a vis. Two taters that are up in there. What's in there? (laughs) Now, I'm having trouble visualizing a russet potato vis-a-vis, and I do love the heavy use of vis-a-vis, size. Makes it sound very cool. I'm imagining it's red, but not as red as one would think, right? A russet is a classic tater. That's the one that you make into a baked potato. It's usually usually a big boy, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big brownie. This is yeah. momentous. You maybe a new potato. It's a lot. I mean, I'm not pretty, saying a lot that of this, this person didn't eat a lot of potatoes. They did. They you, ate a lot of potatoes. Why are you trying to fucking gaslight this guy I'm not, into thinking I that think he's he, never even eaten I a potato? Think, I think he's eaten a lot of potatoes, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's fine. That's great. Good. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. Maybe should you have a more? Do you need that much starch in one meal? I don't know. I'm not your doctor. Jordan, rec.sport.2taters. I, I'm just, I don't know. What, it, let's, let's, this, you know, on my show, load a do. couple of three way calls, load, load a couple of my partner and I are furry. We got a, a fella that just sucked his first dick. Let's, yeah, let's put let's that in there. Get some dick sucking. Let's hear, we've, we've opened up our thruple to a nice wombat furry. That's, that's what we're at. Daniel, what do you got with re places? People have stuck dicks. Yeah. You got any good dick stickers? 
Put a dick sticker on the line. Put a dick sticker on there. What percentage of momentous occasions would you say you don't play because they're too like, oh, we can't play that? It's too momentous for for podcast audiences. Oh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think our our producer goes through these. We, Jesse and I, uh, are hearing them for the first time. The whoever is in the producer's chair kind of goes through the. And by the way, this is. This is great. People love to hear how the sausage is made. This is like a DVD yeah. extra. So thrilled for the audience. Yeah, so the producer goes through them, and then Jesse and I are, are hearing them for the first time on air. But yeah, I don't know, Daniel, if you have an operational mic, is there are there any noted momentous occasions that you didn't play that you thought might be, you know, too spicy or, you know, included state secrets? This one was so mundane it was a gamble of which way it would go (laughs) okay (laughs) you really rolled the dice on this one he has not been working for us that long allison he's still in what amounts to a probationary period (laughs) oh and i'm gonna tell you this right now as far as i'm concerned he bought himself another six months because i love this i love this tater thing Yeah, should we have a contest? Should we should we have like boring December or something like that where people can call in? I most- mean, the thing is, what's beautiful about this one is it's legit. Granted, it's mundane, but it's legit. This isn't a guy who just said, I ate a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Every one of us here has eaten a peanut butter sandwich. How many of us here has eaten two whole potatoes in one sitting? I don't think I ever have. Not in a notable preparation. Right. He didn't even double fry them. He just made fries for right. a soft inside and a crispy outside. So he just ate a shit ton of fries. I don't even if they were just no. two baked potatoes, I would be a little bit more impressed. What? He just made a lot of fries. I can eat a lot of fries. What kind of fixings would you put on that, Jordan? And the baked potato? Yeah, if you were eating two. I mean, am I trying to get down the two for some sort of like <laughs> contest or am i trying to enjoy am i trying to enjoy like them? a fraternity initiation if it was a contest would you dip them in water right yeah joey chestnut style <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just hork them down at coney island man fucking that is you know that's pretty dark allison potatoes can't swim <laughs> all right daniel what else, what else we got what else we got in the call hopper let's talk uh, about these taters more <laughs> no no We've been talking. This is a fi- we talked about them a fine amount. It's fine. It's f- huh? Okay. If I was gonna yeah. enjoy the potatoes, if I had them like I would have a baked potato, I would do butter. I would do sour cream. I would do chives. Sprinkle in a shredded cheese. Butter and sour cream. Oh yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah, I'm a dairy freak. Good for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. As a nasty texture freak, how do you feel about a baked potato? Uh, I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Like if you're, you know, if you're doing a steak dinner, I don't like, you know, I don't, I think so much 80s stand-up comedy has been made about how hard it is to make baked potatoes at home. So I don't make it at home a lot, but yeah, it's great, great steakhouse side. That's my feeling. What are you putting on your taters, Allison? Not to be a copycat, but I got to go with Jordan's baked potato fixins. I'm going to go light on the chives. I feel like they're kind of ornamental. Did you say cheese? I did, like yeah. Sprinkled that cheese, yeah. Sprinkling a shredded cheddar cheese, real good on there. I, I've decided that I'm at a baked potato topping bar, and I think I'm going to do, am I going to do bacon bits? 
I really, my brother has a pet pig. Mm. And ever <laughs> since he has been filling my ear with like how sentient and amazing this pet pig is, I really have not eaten pork. So I probably actually wouldn't have the bacon bits, but were that not the case in this fantasy world of yeah. potatoes, perhaps maybe a little bacon bits. What am I? Oh, oh, olives. Olives. Yeah, that's it. That's my potato. Okay. What about you, Jordan? Oh, I saltwater J- taffy. Yeah, I mean Jesse. <laughs> Sorry, we are saltwater taffy friends, and yet I, I I just messed up names. It's I'm sorry. It's because I'm tired, and you guys both have names that start with J. It's reasonable, Jesse. We yeah, have potato topping. What are you doing? I'm tw- first of all, I'm twice baking. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I think honestly that you're except for the fact that you're putting a little sprinkling of cheese on there, and I'm putting a shit ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a real fucking nasty texture B myself mm. but that's the reason that I'm putting so much sour cream on there is I want to mix the sour cream with the potato because I don't love the taste or texture of a baked potato otherwise mm. but if I add enough butter and sour cream I love it that's because I'm basically eating a cheesy sour cream snack and the potato basically serves as a binder you know, you know what this has been great. I love the potato call now. I love yeah. it. I'm glad yeah. that Daniel played the call. This is time well used. Yeah, this is great. This is <laughs> riveting. Just like every episode of Jordan Jesse Go, this is important stuff addressed clearly, non meanderingly. It's not just shit that came up randomly that we're yelling about for no reason. <laughs> okay. Daniel, let's play a new call and hopefully it's as amazing as that. Dumb potato one. Yeah, I, I'll give Allison some context for this. On our show, we come up with a lot of our own segments, just like you do on your show. It's not just shit that people call in. It is. And then say is a segment, because they just wanted to say something to us on the phone. And we're fine with it, because it means we don't have to come up with segments. This is a real segment that we came up with, because we're smart. Go ahead, and hardworking. Go ahead, Daniel. This is Joe calling in with another installment of your long-running segment, the Moranis Powerhouse Connection. Rush's 1978 album Hemispheres features an instrumental called La Via Strangiato. The band unintentionally... New rule of thumb for you, Daniel. Anyone who cites a Rush album, don't play their call. Get them on live. We want to connect because I'm worried that the rest of this is not going to be about Rush. But I want to focus on Rush when we have the opportunity. Well, it's not. But who knows? We haven't uh, played the rest of the call. Maybe. Which one's the tree album? It's an example of the question I would ask this. They got an album all about sentient trees. Go ahead. Greatest hits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All of their hit songs happen to be about trees. (laughs) Unintentionally added a bit of powerhouse in the song. When Rush found out, they gave the composer a financial settlement, even though the statute of limitations had expired, because they are nice Canadians. In 1982, Getty Lee sang Take Off, the hit single by SCTV's Bob and Doug McKenzie. Here's the Moranis powerhouse connection. Bob McKenzie was played by Rick Moranis. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Holy fuck. This is big. Yeah. Number one, 
I just found out there's a statute of limitations on accidentally including some of Powerhouse in your song. I didn't even know that was a crime. Yeah, are we? I mean, apparently the statute of limitations is over, so we can't go to jail for talking about Powerhouse for nine weeks. Allison, for you, we've been asking people to write lyrics to the Looney Tunes factory song dun, 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 that are about members of SCTV. Why are we doing this? Who knows? Why not? We Jordan, we've been singing that much of Powerhouse repeatedly on this yeah, program. I know. Are we in violation of this law? Should we be eating our taters so the tater sniffing dogs can't get to us? I mean, I think this is only a problem if someone listens to the show. Oh. Well, yeah, so we're in the clear. (laughs) Fine, man. (laughs) We're as clear as Tom Cruise, baby. (laughs) So that song that is called Powerhouse? Mm -hmm. It is. And you're having them write about SCTV members to the to that to tune. the tune of that yes write and record write and yeah. record they don't just, just give us sheet music it's an audio okay. medium oh well you never know you might want to frame we it we could give it to our house band <laughs> <laughs> Bradford, we could give it to Bradford and the boys we right. got GE Smith here he's ready to play <laughs> yeah follow me look for the changes amazing well that's that's great what a fun connection yeah that was really fun he didn't explain which one is the tree one though. That's true. I think that's because... That seems like a mistake. We were listening to a recording and it came up in our conversation that he was not a part of. Yeah. I think that's why. But why wasn't he on live? If we have a producer, why wouldn't he think to bring that guy on live to tell us which is the tree one? Maybe he died between leaving the message and now. (laughs) It seems likely. He sounded like he was on death's door now that you mentioned it. (laughs) He was knocking at heaven's door, as Rush once sang. Is that them? I think that's... See, if he were here, he could... Guns and Roses. If he were here, Jordan, he could have helped us. If he right. were here live, he could have explained that's a Guns and Roses song. But Daniel fucking blew it, which is how he yeah. lost his six months. So he's just oh back, my God. To, back to neutral now? Yeah, back to probationary period for Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 206-9844-FUN. JJ, go. Hey, get Daniel, just get us some hot asparagus material next show. and <laughs> Get your... <laughs> Get your commendation back. What are you putting on there? A lemon wedge? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little squeeze of lemon. Put it back in the oven for five more minutes. Olive oil or butter? Uh, I I do olive oil, but there's that's not. I don't think that's. I think butter would probably be great. Allison, imagine how great this segment would be if the Rush guy were here right now to tell us what he puts (laughs) on his fingers. How much of Tom Sawyer can we legally play just underneath (laughs) this? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Cruciola, the host of Feeling Scene, where we talk about the movie characters that make us feel seen. And I'm the show's producer, Marissa. Jordan, you've interviewed so many directors, actors, writers, film critics, and I like to play this little game where I take a sip of coffee every time someone says, That's such a great question. That's such a fabulous question. Or they tell you how smart you are. I think that you are rather brilliant. And of course, the big one is when, when they, they cry, cry unexpectedly. unexpectedly. Yes, yes. Jordan, I don't want to cry on your podcast. I wasn't expecting to <laughs> cry. I mean, it makes me kind of want to cry. <sighs> Feeling Seen comes out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Listen already. What are you waiting for? Jordan, that's such a great question. <laughs> la, 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 la. 
Lapland here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, person who went to a Rush concert. Did you? I did. And I got really sick after I went unrelated, but I remember rolling around in bed with the flu with big money stuck in my head (laughs) thinking like I've never felt worse in my life and I hate this song I assumed that you were like allergic to epic drum solos and and that too yeah no and I kept thinking I was still at the concert and like I was like trying to get through the crowd and were you a fan or were you like was did you like get somebody's extra ticket or something my friend who had an extra ticket invited me. I was a fan, but it was more like I was a fan of this guy who was a fan. Okay. <laughs> but I became a fan. I was in high school. I became a fan, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I've been like listening to Rush for, you know, my whole life or anything like that. But but I, I did get into them and I still I still like them. You were dating Rush boys in high school? I was not dating him, but I did. I well. I mean, I guess, what was I doing? I was hanging out with him, so I wouldn't call it dating. Did you kiss with him? Yeah, I guess I did. Did you kiss with an unusual time signature? Like kind of more (laughs) of a jazz time signature? Occasionally, yes. (laughs) So, yeah. It's funny that I had such a strong, like, I wasn't dating him reaction. I don't know why I had that reaction. Because it was such a, it was a high school thing that was so murky and it's like, what yeah. were, it was so undefined. What are we even doing? It was one of those, one of those, what are we yeah. doing? And also there, he was like, what are we doing with a couple of my friends as well? Okay. So. Oh, so this is a yeah. slutty rush boy. Yes. In one of those, those rush sluts. Yes. Those, uh, I believe the term, do they still use this term? Sensitive new age guy who's a real sensitive new age guy. Ah, this guy was a sensitive new age guy who was into Rush. <sighs> I think that's, a lot of shit going on. I think that's that tracks, right? It's coming I mean, a kind of a you know, nerdier hippie. Is that kind of who your prototypical Rush fan is? The hippie part seems wrong, but I just mean like he fit that category in that he was like sensitive and like kind of dorky and a lot of his friends were gals and then it turned out that like he was also doing there was a little, he was a little yeah. more than friends okay. with like okay. uh, a bunch of us yeah let me just say this allison this mm-hmm. is why i like steely dan <laughs> i would never have pulled that shit on you in high school what Thank a you. load of baloney yeah I would have brought you to the Dan concert. We could have noticed how great their studio musicians are. Always hired the best. Thank you. you. Know? Always hired the best. Can I give you guys a quick potato update? Yes. Uh, sure. 
in Scotland, of course, mm-hmm. everyone knows that potatoes are called tatties. Mm. But in Glasgow specifically, according to this article from the Scotland Herald from 9th November 1989, in Glasgow, they're known as totties. Oh. Totties. Well, that's a fun, that's a fun regional difference. It is a lot of fun. And then it says... It says here that in Edinburgh, mm. they put them up their butts. <laughs> is what it says. So open mind. That's why they call it, they open minded Edinburgh. They say, yeah, no drama there. I got a cousin there. She's probably putting them in her butt. You know, no way to know for sure. Yeah, there's no. I mean, you could ask, but that's our one of these McAnulty cousins. Time. I didn't buy. I didn't. Anyway, hey, listen. Allison. She and I went to a castle when we were there, and I didn't ask. I forgot to ask. Allison, as we've mentioned, I forgot to yes. ask. You have many podcasts. Yes. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am on it from time to time. I always have a yes. blast. We fight about taffy, but we always come out better friends on the other side. That's right. Everyone should go listen to a Jordan episode of A R I Y N B F. Please do. And then also I co-host Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. That's our parenting-ish podcast. I say parenting-ish because oftentimes we'll be doing uh, an episode for a while and then we'll be like, we should talk about our kids. So we also just talk about like life and relationships and we do some news on that show. That's a Jordan Allison, another Jordan Jesse Go legend, the, the great Grapefruit Simmons. Yes, right. Yes. And then also I do Upworthy Weekly, which is my lighthearted news podcast. And that comes out on Saturday mornings. That's the newest one. It is the baby of the bunch. Very proud of that one. Please check that one out. Uh, it'll put a smile on your face. It's it's funny and fun and newsy and yet light. Smile in your face and a tater in your hole. That's all. <laughs> and a tater in your bum or a toddy, depending on where you yeah, are. Yeah, what do they call butts? <laughs> they call, anyway. Yeah. Our producer on the program, Daniel Zafrin, our producer emeritus, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We're on what's left of Twitter at twitter.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. We're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris. Jordan D. Morris. David, Jordan David yeah. Morris. I don't know who's squatting on Jordan D. Morris, but they're not putting out the kind of quality my cat content that I am. <laughs> We're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on. We're on Reddit, which as far as I can tell, is not falling apart. It seems like it's about the same at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. I think that's enough stuff. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.